swords with handle art to spar trolls and charge tolls to cross roads with bandits are catacombs and giant doors protect the chest of stores from legendary items with the dragon bones and iron it's horse. a grand theft of elk scrolls simon's quest with toe and earl rock shoes to ever clue easter eggs and gaming news the potus needs some bad dudes to crash crew like bandicoot all shit a game in english control issues Shit, the game in English control issues. Yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. Well, this is control issues. I am the AMC. And this is a dub. You can find us at control issues.com. That dash is a hyphen. Use it accordingly. Head on over to your podcast provider, wherever that may be. Look for control issues. Download it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it, five stars. Do it. Also, head over to Twitter. My control issues is the handle. And last but not least, go on over to twitch.tv slash control issues pod where we put up gameplay videos for your viewing pleasure. AMC, it's a pleasure to hear from you. Yes, sir. Dub, uh, yeah, uh, past two weeks, you know, we, we try not to take off. We try to do it every week, but last week it was the kids. This week it's the wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, last week, um, both Theo and Naomi. First, there's just a breakout of hand, foot, and mouth at, at Theo's preschool. And oh. then uh, hear about RSV also going around with kids. Um, Theo came home with a, a runny nose, so we kept him out. That turned into a fever. Next thing you know, Naomi's got a fever, and it's just snowballing. And then by by the time it was time to record uh, last Sunday, it just wasn't it wasn't happening. Like I felt bad leaving them both with Marissa. Uh, so we take care of them. That's pretty much how the entire week goes. And then on Friday, Marissa then gets her own sickness. And mm. then now she's she's down for the count. So we're recording anyways. But um, yeah, but the kids are good at least now. But yeah, so it's it's just been a it's been a rough um health-wise two weeks. I'm somehow surviving this. I, I, maybe it's the emergency Z dub. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, uh yeah like i i'm i'm somehow, I'm somehow staying afloat here so just get that rest <laughs> keep that clarity and yeah and, and keep things nice and healthy but how, how you been adel these past two weeks uh not too bad getting back into the cycle of of self-care and maintenance went to the went to the doctor was trying to you know get some some referrals for some things that I need to have done. I got a couple styes on my eyelids that won't go away. Mm-hmm. So trying to get that taken care of. Uh, they couldn't do it there. However, on my fact-finding mission, <laughs> ended up getting blood drawn, got a skin tag removed. <laughs> he, just okay. took out a, he just took out a pair of scissors and just cut that fucker off. That was crazy. No, no topical. It's free of charge. It's like, I'll take that off for you. What are you doing? <laughs> nice. I was like, well, shit, you know, get something done while I'm here. No big deal. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I've had that my whole life and I've always wanted to get rid of it. So that's, that's a big peace of mind thing. It's nice to look in the mirror and see that little, that little blemish where it once was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, yeah, it, that was a crazy little four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but you know what if i had to i would definitely do that again 
Yeah. Did that, got a flu shot as well. And of course, I, my body just ends up going into overdrive trying to adapt to it. So ended up like I wasn't sick. I was just fighting whatever the fuck was in the flu shot. And that put me down for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah, it's like whatever is getting your body to build up the right antibodies for when the flu actually comes, you're dealing with that phase. <laughs> exactly. Just body just like, oh, shit, here it is again. <laughs> <laughs> just reading the blueprints. Like, All right. <laughs> Putting together that Lego piece. <laughs> exactly. Man, I got sick one time last year. And it, I, I felt like I had a dream where I was just stitching proteins and lightning pace <laughs> I, I don't know that i think uh, i had gotten like a, my first either my first covid shot or like the booster or something like that and i don't know i felt like maybe i became part part covid it's just like, ah, i can see the proteins i know what's going on <laughs> uh, but, but yeah doing that and you know staying steady on my workout routine keeping everything tight staying under 200 pounds like i like i intend to so you know it's getting back into the groove of things. Might bust out a sketch either today or tomorrow just to get a little October in my life. And pulled the trigger on that that new Lego Razor Crest. Yeah, you showed me that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wanted the original one, even though it was like a really small set, because I just love the Mandalorian and I love that ship. And I was like, man, I wish they made this like bigger, like a Technic set. And they went all out when they did it. I, I guess they heard my pleas. And this set's, it's the biggest Lego set I've ever purchased. It's over 6,000 pieces. So I'm looking forward to just the days it's going to take to build that thing. And looking at the pictures, it's, it's the size of a human torso. It's like, it's crazy big. I'm so excited to have that, that just larger than life vestige of that show that having a starship and some kind of model starship in my, my place look forward to building those engines so yeah did that and yeah man just keeping things together working hard going out making myself available you know getting compliments on these streets learning how to take that learning how to be a proper man <laughs> yeah still my thing hell yeah hey dub well outside of being a better man a proper man what you've been playing. Well, yes, every now and then I dabble back into the, the layer of my inner child where I keep the comic books and the Legos and the video games. So, yes, what I've been playing uh, should go without saying, getting in my matches in Overwatch. Mm -hmm. You know, just found out that my currencies transferred over and there's three of them now instead of two. So, you know, was buying some sprays, buying some skins here and there. You know, it's filling things out a little bit, trying to relive the old glory in the first game when just content was plentiful instead of <laughs> instead. Of well, the well, it's, it's, well, it's plentiful. It's just you got to get it to the battle pass. <laughs> yeah, you got to pay to play now. <laughs> you got to pay to play. Could have gave him yeah. sixty bucks and, and got some loot boxes, but nah, yeah. Yeah. going in for free. Loot boxes. boxes. Loot boxes was falling like rain, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's everything you need. But whatever. That, that's neither here nor there. The game is great. Managed to get some some time in with the AMC earlier this week. Mm -hmm. So that made my week. It was awesome. We had some hard-fought victories and some tough losses. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's great, man. I felt like we were getting better, though, by the end. 
We were. We were getting in sync. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dub running that Baptiste AFC running that Zenyatta. <laughs> yeah, one match where, what was it? The, when we won and we had a tank that was a Zarya throughout the uh, gravitational pool and then a Hanzo from up above <laughs> released the dragon <laughs> yes. into, into it. Oh, that was amazing. It just cleared out the entire other team. It was amazing. Keeping yeah, we, them alive. Yeah, <laughs> we had, fools off. Yeah, we had a solid team, that one. Yeah, keep it going though. Yeah, so got a lot of Overwatch too. And yeah, I mean, if you know, you know. If you don't, you better get up on it. It's free uh-huh. to play. You get in that mix. Uh, I was also finally motivated enough to start up until dawn. So I got some some time in on that for the December game. I mean, not December game, October, the spooky games. And yeah, it's it's man i'm glad that my friend brought, bought me a copy of it i'm glad people have been constantly recommending it you're just straight up playing a horror movie it's awesome cheesy dialogue and everything all the kids and making the decisions and looking around inspecting things and your choices determine your relationships with people which probably plays into who lives and dies so i'm just like all right i i quickly fell into what my play style is going to be. I mean, insofar as making the decisions and what I'm going to do is I'm going to do everything to influence the relationships in the way that I think they should go. Like there's a guy with this girl who's the ex of another guy who's like kind of, kind of a scumbag. And I'm just like, all right, let me try to save this dude from this relationship. Let me prevent the scumbag from getting the good girl. Let me push this dude to make a move on this girl that he's been he's been after his whole life. <laughs> so I'm trying to do the right thing, get people the right stuff. It's it's awesome. it's a good experience. And then I was just poking around on message boards like I do, and just over the past few weeks, I've seen the name Dismantle come up a bunch and somebody wrote a pretty interesting post about, you know, what the game is about. Basically, you know, it didn't look like kind of game for me, but then I just lost track of time when I was playing it. So I was like, okay, let me check this out. Well, you know, it's happens to be on sale right now for like 14 bucks, picked it up and I'm, immediately looking forward to finishing the show and spending the rest of the day and the evening and possibly part of the morning playing dismantle very it looks very unassuming and simple on the surface but once you get into it and you see like the just not just the gameplay loop but how like everything you're doing feeds into something else and you're always no matter what you're doing, you're always making progress toward something that's going to improve your ability to play the game on a higher level. So it's like, you know, breaking things down with your weapons, you get experience points. You put stuff in your storage locker, you get experience points. You kill zombies, you get experience points. It's like, it's a top-down, uh, it's a top-down kind of action RPG, like of Imagine a very simple Diablo, but a survival zombie game where your basic premise is that you're trying to escape the island, but you got to build up the resources and everything necessary to craft the equipment and the upgrades you're going to need in order to survive the world so that you can open the gate that allows you to reach the evacuation point 
this game. So it sounds very simple. When you see the game, it looks very unassuming. However, once you get it in your hands and you're really digging into the content, it's like, oh, there's a lot of game here. And it's it's very well put together. So I'm enjoying that a great deal. Looking forward to playing some more of it. Uh, I also dabbled in a little Cryptarch again. I uh, don't know why I booted it up. I just saw it in my collection. I was like, you know, it's been a minute. And I remember liking this. And Cryptarch is that game where you pilot a mech in space and you're exploring these derelict ships. And what happens is you get paid based on how you finish the ship and in how much time you get a time bonus. But while you're navigating, there's all kinds of autonomous systems and like half alien, half like half dead alien, half machine things coming after you and all sorts of stuff. And the different systems within the derelicts determine the different abilities that it's going to have. You could, you take down those systems and it disables that ship wide. So you can really attack it any way you want, but you also get bonuses if you attack it in specific ways. There are different kinds of ships, different weapons. You find your tech and everything. You know, you got to, you pay every time you take your mech out. So you got to balance your budget. <laughs> you got to make sure that you, you're making positive income or at least keeping your head above water because once you run out of money, that's the end of the game. It's got like five or six waves. I believe the six wave is the last one. I've made it up to there once, but was not able to put the nail in the coffin. So I'm looking forward to eventually going back to that at some point as well. However, Dismantle owns a piece of my heart right but uh, AMC, what have you been playing? I've been playing one game, a dub, and that was one of the games <laughs> that you had mentioned, and that is Overwatch Two. Um, yeah, I've been putting in work on this game. It's awesome. I uh, can't get enough of it. Uh, everything that you pretty much echoing everything that you said. We played we we played together the other night, and that was my first taste of competitive in Overwatch Two, and it was fun. It was tough, but it was great, and you could feel that difference in skill level when when everybody's now on the same page and trying mm -hmm. to and trying to you know come together for this victory in the ranked setting mm -hmm. and it was great because you just see some high level play and it was great too in the fact that like i felt like we weren't overmatched at any time it's like sometimes it's just about like the chemistry of the team that you're matched up with and sometimes it's just you're going against a really good opponent and you get a taste of a little bit of both but um and if we felt like we were getting better as the matches were going, we got to the point where we won a match. And then we had our second match where, you know, like we were at the beginning, we started, I, I believe, down. And then all of a sudden, we just surged back and almost pushed pushed the point to get the victory at the very end. But I uh, just got stopped right at the end. Mm. And so, yeah, I just, I, I felt heartbreaking. Like, yeah. So you feel that momentum, you feel that progression. And definitely um, where I focused towards the end of the weekend was a lot of Lucio play um pretty much solo lucio play just just made in the shit out of him and i came across a couple of different lucios um as far as how people were playing as them and started to try to implement that more into my game and that mainly being i'm usually since i've jumped back into overwatch 2 i've been basically working the back lines as the support which is kind of what you're supposed to do and um you know trying to focus my attacks on where you know everybody else is focusing their attacks and so kind of playing based off of the team um whereas i come across a couple of lucios that have been more of a what i've been terming the nuisance lucio mm -hmm. which is just comes in he's not really taking anybody out but he's skating on the wall 
getting those pot shots on you, drawing your your attack or your focus while his team moves in and then getting out of there, helping out his team, and then rinse and repeat, going mm-hmm. back in, fucking shit up, and then getting out of there. So it's all about survival while being aggressive um, by going at the enemies um, from you know from different angles. So I worked on that and saw some uh, some some success there. And so now that's another layer of Lucio that I can play as if it's ever called. That, I need to be a little more aggressive. So uh, really enjoying that and just you know just seeing every side of every character. That's I can't wait to just do a little some deep dives there on like other characters because really enjoy my mercy play but it is kind of one note how i've been playing as her so now um definitely observing how other mercies get in there and what they do and i've been paying a little more attention to also the stats just to see how i'm doing from a healing standpoint and i'm definitely the better healer on my team every time so doing good there but when when i lose when i yeah anytime i lose looking at the stats of the opponents and seeing how they're support guys did to see if they did any better than me to see then if that if i could do better so yeah i'm really getting into it really enjoying overwatch too i know that there's been a lot about oh they, they released a kuriko skin <laughs> they charge this for it it's it's suddenly yeah once again we're, we're back at overwatch being all about skins and not about gameplay <laughs> yeah um but yeah i i'm enjoying the shit out of it and i feel like this is just the early the early phase of the launch of overwatch once those casuals move out and then you know the the more hardcore stick around there'll be less talk about skins and more talk about you know updates as you mentioned to me that blizzard went through a couple of their updates that they have coming with the heroes that they plan to roll out um and and some of the balancing that they plan on doing and so yeah i think that's all that's going to ma- matter down the line but I'm really enjoying the shit out of Overwatch and can't wait to play some more. Maybe maybe get some Overwatch in tonight. Yes. But a dub. Let's get into these topics of the week. Top topics of the week. We'll lead off a dub. We got two weeks of news. We can yeah. attack it from any angle. We got all the weeks of news. Well, I'm going to start with something that I'm keenly interested in. That be the Callisto Protocol. So we got some good news about Callisto, and we also got some interesting news. Good news first. Good news is the game has gone gold. Uh, did so roughly six weeks away from its launch. So that's plenty of time for them to polish up, get that day one patch ready, get the game nice and tight, buttery smooth. When you get them, them, them gory kills and you're picking up the enemies, throwing them across the room and beating them with your shot baton. Yes, I'm so pumped for Callisto Protocol. Uh, not the bad news, which isn't really that bad, but you could take it however you want to take it, depending on where you reside, because this is concerning our brothers and sisters over in Japan. Apparently, the Callisto Protocol did not meet the standards of the Computer Entertainment Rating Organization. So Glenn Schofield and the team over at Striking Distance was like, we're not going to change it. We'll just cancel the Japanese version. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> sticking to their guns. I mean, this is the thing that, that people say that they respect about developers. Here's a developer not censoring their game or altering it in order to appeal to different markets or make it past ratings boards and keeping the game as it is. Now, this isn't entirely bad news because, as we all know, games aren't region locked. So, 
our brothers and sisters over in Japan could just import the game like we used to do for Japanese games in the United States side. And that's that's an interesting note about this. The most interesting note to me is that usually this is the other way around. I've never experienced it where a Western game doesn't make it to Japan. It's as far as I can remember all the way back to when I started gaming, it was always, oh yeah, Japan has all these games that never made it over to America. I'm like, what? I, I want to play this. I want this. <laughs> so AMC, how do you feel? about these bittersweet news stories um yeah i think it's great i think it's great that uh that they, they that they chose to go this route i know usually when it comes to this way a lot of the criticism is like oh they had to censor out my my nudie underage girl uh for the western <laughs> audience uh, that's yeah. fucked up. um rather than sticking to their guns they do <laughs> so, yeah. no but uh i am happy from this standpoint that you know that they Rather than bitching, complaining, they just said, "You know what? We're not going to release it, and uh, or at least we're not going to put out a, a, a Japanese region version of this game that's going to be a little watered down from a gore standpoint." I'm so interested because that you don't hear that that often, especially for I guess Japanese games that are known for you know at least being like let's say creepy, a little maybe like weird as far as like <laughs> how, how they go for like their their idea of horror i've never heard of this censoring of like gore so that's that's very interesting but lots of tentacles and naked women yeah yeah um so that's interesting i mean like you would expect this from like australia if it's not japan but i mean every every place has their their standards of where they draw the line Um, australia had the blood removed from gta 4 okay yeah um yeah i mean yeah and you, you go back far enough we we had the mortal Kombat when we were kids that had the sweat flying the through. sweat <laughs> <laughs> the the quote-unquote sweat which looked <laughs> very much like some other bodily substance yeah um and so yeah um i i'm glad if anything i look at this as an advertisement for Callisto protocol you know um, they could use this from a marketing standpoint you know like we could use this as an opportunity to promote the game about how too hot for too hot for japan yeah so i think this is i mean it's a it sucks but i mean as you said they have a way to work around and if anything we just learned a little bit more about the game from a positivity standpoint um as far as like you know bringing it so yeah it's um, uh it's great yeah exactly so it's it's great um i know you mentioned that we saw a little bit more of the gameplay and how'd you feel about i guess the um the melee is it melee focus i don't know yeah so how'd you feel about that when they showed that off well specifically the developer notes that the game while being melee heavy is about 50 percent melee combat so that's not a big deal to me i think it's very authentic and realistic to not only the situation in the setting but also to the main character themselves like when you go from dead space to now Callisto protocol you're not playing as soldiers you're like highly combat trained individuals or highly highly weapons focused individuals in dead space you played as an engineer and in Callisto protocol you play as a pilot and this this is all happening inside of a prison so weapons aren't exactly going to be plentiful nor just lying around. They're probably going to be locked up or in hellish situations where the people with the weapons didn't make it. So you're going to have to endure what whatever took them down in order to get their stuff. And it's like, yeah, there's going to be ammo scarcity. This is all, these are all survival horror, like 
tropes. This is what makes the genre what it is. Yet you go online and you hear people like, oh, uh, I'm not with the whole melee focus. Oh, why can't they just give me more guns? There was even some false information going around like the game only has one gun. <laughs> <laughs> even though months ago, Glenn Schofield confirmed that the game will have multiple weapons and they'll be able to be upgraded and you won't be able to max out stuff during the first playthrough. So that's going to encourage replayability. And on that note, if you're upgrading stuff, then obviously you're going to be upgrading your guns. So they might reach a point where they're effective and accurate enough that on, <clears throat> excuse me, that on subsequent playthroughs, you're going to be able to have a more shooting oriented experience. Don't quote me. I just know how games like this tend to work. So, you know, this is something, if it's anything like the Dead Spaces, I'm going to be playing this multiple times myself anyway, for one of the purposes being to fully upgrade all my stuff just to see what that that top level gameplay is like, that, that end game. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very excited about Callisto Protocol. I'm very excited about the melee focus. I mean, it, are, was Callisto Protocol the one you were going to take the chance on, or was the Dead Space remake the one that you were going to try out? Yeah, nah, it's Dead Space. Okay, because I, you know, I'm just maybe Callisto Protocol. I have it, but the the whole aspect of you know removing limbs and things along those lines, the the focus, like the focusing on the vulnerability of the aliens, was something that always caught my eye with Dead Space, and so them bringing that back in, also them like even noting that they're gonna even update that to take advantage of the current hardware. That's mm -hmm. that's the part that's really pulling me in. And then once so, I saw that, you also get like special abilities, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> so I'm I'm all in on Dead Space. So with with Dead Space, it was you know shoot for the limbs, and it went against the grain with you know straight up third person shooters and action games, where the idea is you know center of mass, shoot them in the head, get the headshot. Mm -hmm. You know you shoot them in the limbs if you want to if you want to like pull them out of cover or knock somebody down or something like that or just you know, get them, slow them down, get them in the cycle of, all right, you got hit, hit you again, pop, 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 now you're dead. But with Dead Space, it went against that. Headshots didn't do anything but knock the head off, and then it might mutate and get some kind of different attack pattern. You hit it in the body, you're just wasting ammo. You hit it in those limbs, that's when you're doing the real damage. That's when you're cutting down its deadliness and aggressiveness with Callisto Protocol, what you need to go for are the tentacles. So what happens is when you're fighting these enemies, you're doing so to weaken them and get them to the point where they're about to mutate. That's when these tentacles come out and then you're supposed to do damage to the tentacles and that takes down the tougher ones. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I've seen everything I see about Callisto Protocol gives me more interested. There's going to be an ebb and flow to it with the melee focus you know you're going to be up close and personal with the creatures you're going to be using your environment more you're going to be playing smarter it's going to be a much more in your face and just fight for your life kind of survival horror experience instead of the at a distance you know shooting and popping shots off running creating distance kind of shit so i'm very excited but AMC, let's get to the next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. Hey, Dub, we got an update from Marvel Midnight Sun. Sun, oh, Sun. Speaking of, you and me both 
started playing Marvel Snap. <laughs> oh, yes, we did leave that off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm having it, eh, Doug? I'm having it. I'm liking it. it. The games are nice and short. Like, it's not some shit where you gotta... It's not about, like, oh, I have this super powerful deck and every one of my cards is gonna... <laughs> no, it's like you're, you're battling for territory, so it's... You just gotta be strategic with what you do and how you take advantage of the of the different locations. And yeah, yeah, man. Just I'm gotta win it. two out of three, eh, Dub? Just two out of three. Just two out of three. <laughs> bust out bust out that punisher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get that plus one for every card that's in that's in the area. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it. It's um yeah, I th- I believe it's uh one of the former like uh heads of Hearthstone worked on this game and you could you have that feel of Hearthstone, but yet it does feel different in that. Like as you as you mentioned, you have the uh the three areas of the board that you can concentrate your attack on and your job is to win two out of the three areas. And mm-hmm. based on like how you focus your attacks, you can't just focus on any one because there are cards that take advantage of of you doing that. Um and so yeah, it's uh it's very cerebral, but yet also has like that that flair of the card collecting which i'm, I'm sure people depending on where you stand it could be uh, like, uh. Uh. but yeah i mean it's like seeing the card upgrade you see the character break out from the card you that frame break you should know about the frame break <laughs> <laughs> and then you go to that next level and then next thing you got the 3d that that basically like hologram 3d like character yeah. jumping out from the page uh i love it i'm having it and it just oh, has man. all the different characters and good good uh voice acting and everything like that um so yeah it's a it's a good um a good fun card style of game i'm having it so well, after you get that 3d you get that animated the an- oh i don't think i got to the animated damn yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, nice. it's, and it's so, it's so stupid <laughs> it's supposed to have upgrades but they're so dumb it's like oh it's why like cosmetics don't matter, but they do matter. <laughs> and I guess like when you're playing somebody, you can get an idea of like, oh, you play that card a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, baseline. That's right. Um, yeah, so so having it, I'm enjoying it. But let's get into this Marvel Midnight Suns update. A dub. This is by yeah. way of IGN. We learned that 2K released the season pass, and what will what will be coming with the season pass of Marvel Midnight Suns, A-Dub? Uh, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns will be getting post-launch content and a season pass that adds Deadpool, Venom, uh, uh, Morbius, uh, Storm uh, as playable characters. Uh, should have been in the game at day one. They're, they're locking away content, A-Dub. <laughs> uh, nickel and dime in me. <laughs> Let's see. So, if they but, knew they had this content ready, why didn't they just put it in the game? <laughs> yeah, they're going to be the best characters in the game. Let's see. <laughs> Uh, uh selling me an incomplete game. I <laughs> 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 see. Uh Bell Publisher 2K didn't share when the DLC packs will be released. Each one is centered around one character and contains new story missions and new upgrade to hub area, the Abbey, and new skins and outfits. Deadpool arrives first, and 2K has already hinted at the foul mouth mercenary having fourth wall breaking moments. Yes. <laughs> Venom is next, and though he features as one of the main game's bosses, Spider-Man's nemesis abandons his villainy to become a new playable hero. Then we got now, the before we continue yeah. on yes, that one, how are they going to manage that? <laughs> You're going to have two Venoms on the field fighting each other? 
I know that's what it makes you wonder. Like, is it by the end of the game? Yeah, yeah. How does that work? You know, think about because I was like, does it? Because it's not like you beat the game and then Venom is available. I'm assuming you play through the game as Venom, so you can be fighting Venom as Venom. Um, maybe the but then, like with but with that, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> but then how how would how would they handle that though? Like on the Venom missions, he, he leaves, he's like, nah, I'll, I'll switch it side. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and then you whoop his ass and he comes back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are right. <laughs> yeah, they did not explain that one well. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Let's see. Um, so the, the third character, Morbius, who is one of the original Midnight Suns in the Marvel comics, is the third DLC character. Uh, X-Men Storm rounds out the DLC list as the fourth and final hero, hero, hero. That's a mega level mutant. Yes, sir. The season pass, which is available as part of the Legendary Edition or as a standalone, also grants immediate access to the Legendary Premium Pack, which includes 23 skins, including Blades, uh, blades blades 1602 uh, skin uh, Cap- captain america's future soldier skin uh, iron man's iron knight skin uh, and spider-man's demon spider skin uh, should have been, yeah, been there from the start should have gave it to me for free so adub what do you think about this post-launch content the characters that they have come in um where you at clearly they believe in the game they're just pumping out content for it or at least have plans to so this gives me even more optimism for what the final product is going to be um greatly excited just it's coming unfortunately it's coming the i believe it's the same day as callisto protocol december 2nd yeah gonna have to push that off a little bit we know Forspoken's coming the same day as Dead Space remakes. So Dead Space can be pushed off. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll have some time between Callisto and and Forspoken to really get into Midnight Suns and push that to a conclusion. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't like trying to cram games. I really like to take my time and save them. So we'll see what happens. But Midnight Suns will absolutely go down in my life. So don't worry about. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pumped about this. Um, especially from the standpoint, you know, it's gonna be a tactical turn-based game, um, with the cards and all that good stuff. And to mm-hmm. see how they utilize that with like having like say a storm on the field. <laughs> like is she like I'm I'm curious to see like what her skill set will be. So you can just imagine like storm just fucking shit up from a distance. Um so yeah, I can't wait to see how they handle that and then even like a Deadpool to see how Deadpool works out in this card-based system from a, tech- a tactical turn-based standpoint to see what his skill set is. Um, we know he's like Wolverine, so he can heal. So, um, and then we'll, we'll see how that dialogue is because De- Deadpool is all about the dialogue. So, I'm really hoping that they really put a lot of work into these characters and make them feel very unique. The fact that they have their own missions, um, I want to see how they're catered to the characters. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm liking this lineup and I can't wait to see um, what they have coming. But yes. A-Dub, let's get into the next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. We got some news, AMC. We got some PlayStation Plus news. We got some November 2022 PS Plus games getting announced. Um, it goes a little something like this. We will be treated to the Lego Harry Potter collection. Okay. Heavenly Bodies in Neo 2. 
two, 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 two. Yes. So you know how it goes. These games will be available in the regular time. This shit's available. I don't know where these games be dropping, but my system reminds me. So you're going to still have Hot Wheels Unleashed, Injustice 2, and Super Hot until the end of this month. And then next week, I think it's next week. I don't know. I'm not going to give you time for it to be wrong about it. But when these games refresh, you're going to have your Neo 2, your Lego Harry Potter collection. And you have new bodies. Get that Harry Potter collection. Get you ready for Hogwarts Legacy. Get that Neo 2. Get you ready for Wolong. A-Dub going to have Neo 1 and Neo 2. Free through PS Plus, not paying a dime. So that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, Neo, I enjoyed I enjoyed what little time I put into it. I was getting better at it, getting into to new areas and things. So I'll definitely add Neo 2 to my library and eventually get to that at some point. Also of note is that if you have a PS5, you're going to get the remastered version of Neo 2 while PS4 owners, peasants, they're going to get the standard version. <laughs> <laughs> Upgrade shit. <laughs> well, yeah. So, AMC, how do you feel about this selection of games? Anything you're interested in? Anything you're going to download? Or is it just all a pile of trash? Uh, not a pile of trash. I'll definitely get uh, Harry Potter. Not sure if I'll play it, but that's something that I, I, as I said, I'm just building up this this chest that Theo is going to one day open up and be like, what? <laughs> like, there's just all these games on this console yeah. that I can play at any time. So yeah, I'll grab Harry Potter for that reason. Um, Neo two, I'll, I'll grab, I picked up Neo one, never played Neo, but no, uh, I haven't heard anything bad about those games. It's just, uh, you know, I could play one or the other and I'm, I'm usually going to go in the route of from software, mm-hmm. but um, they're, they're different in their own ways. Um, but the people who like Neo games didn't like them. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get it for that reason alone. Uh, and then I know nothing about this heavenly body game. Is it, do you know anything about this? Like, is it supposed to be good? I mean, I've, I'm vaguely pulling a picture of what it was and I'm not entirely sure that's the game that it is. So no, I got nothing. Okay. all that to say no <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah i'll probably skip on that um but other than that yeah i mean i think it's a two games that's that's a that's a great month uh, i guess so uh, not complaining there oh the, the one game worth having already bought <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's like well then you won sir <laughs> yeah you gotta get you spent your money and you got something you wanted you supported it financially so you're helping to make sure that it's successful and that you might get another one so you did your part there's nothing to be upset about oh, no, not another one well, let's get into the next topic of the week Top, topic, topic of the, of the week. week let's see the story happened two weeks ago a dub <laughs> we got an announcement on the release date and the price of the DualSense edge oh Let's get into those details. The new premium controller for PlayStation 5 will be released on <laughs> January 26th. Oh. Price point of $199.99 USD. <laughs> and for that pound, that $209.99. Let's see, uh, pre-orders will are already opened on October 25th, and you'll also be able to get a hold of those replaceable stick modules, which will retail at $19.99. Mm. 
1999. <laughs> um, and um, once again, for everything that comes with it, you get that dual that dual sense edge wireless controller. You get that USB braided cable, braided cable, two standard caps, two hot dome caps, two low dome caps, two half dome caps, back buttons, say back buttons. The, the, those hemis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got uh, two lever back buttons. We got a connector housing, and we got a carrying case, a sweet carrying case. Yes. So it's white though. It's okay. A dub at the price point of $199.99. We also got it coming out in January 26th. If you pick it up, we'll be right in time for Forspoken. Oh, two uh, later. Okay. Well, A dub, how you feel about this? Well, it's interesting. I'll be able to note the difference because I'll be playing Forspoken with my, my black controller because my, my white controller got that stick drift. <laughs> and I, I don't feel like busted it open to, to clean them sticks. So I started playing with the black controller. <laughs> and yeah, I'll be able to play a little Forspoken with the, the regular controller and then get the DualSense Edge day one because I'm doing it. And note the differences. Be interesting to finally have some back buttons, start getting used to playing that way, new ways to play. It's for the players. So yeah, I'm a little... Well, I mean, I, I get it, but I don't see why people are pre-ordering it. It's a fucking controller. You ever walk into Best Buy and get that shit? Like, it's, it's not like it's not like it's the next hot release from Rockstar. It's a fucking controller. They're not gonna run out. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Watch me get there. Like, yeah, we're sold out, bro. <laughs> yeah, should pre-order. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited about it. Hopefully, um, the the thing I'm most interested in is just having those stick modules detachable because if the controller does get stick drift i can just take the stick out and work on just that part instead of trying to figure out how to manage the whole controller and get dust and stuff out of there and worse come to worse if i can't do anything about it i can just buy more stick modules instead of a whole other controller so you know people balking at the price of the controller is like yeah, it costs about it costs a little more than three controllers would, but you only gotta buy one. Mm. <laughs> I'd rather just buy one controller with interchangeable parts than continually dropping those seventy, eighty dollar hits, getting myself another controller. So yeah. I'm I'm excited for the long term benefit as well as, you know, the premium just the premium build and having the back buttons, just getting a better controller that'll last me for the remainder of the generation instead of just the next couple of years. AMC, how do you feel about the DualSense Edge and will you be adding one to your arsenal? Yeah, I'm def um, not sure if I'll definitely be adding it to my arsenal, but it's, yeah, at first I was kind of like, yeah, I'm a pass. I don't, I don't necessarily need this premium, um, offer that playstation had I, I was good with the dual sense i actually really like the dual sense controller but then um playing overwatch and from that standpoint like now shifting my perspective from i've been enjoying these single player games and there's no reason to really you know that i would need a better controller to experience to have a better experience with these games but then thinking about like well I'm playing competitively in Overwatch and I'm mm -hmm. trying to get the best configuration so that I can switch between my abilities and still have full control of my character. 
maybe maybe map those back pedals to certain moves and things along those lines once i started thinking that out then i was like shit this might actually have so might have a use case uh for the amc and so yeah um it's definitely something that's on my radar i could definitely if i'm i imagine if i'm really really in the overwatch uh by january it's gonna be hard to not get it um and so uh yeah i could definitely see it for that case it's just not a day one thing i'm probably gonna let it come out see the uh the reactions maybe get a dubs um impressions on it to see oh, how you soon see a dubs impression when i'm playing overwatch and just my accuracy and my effectiveness goes yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i don't have to press the face buttons no more yeah exactly and so yeah um for that alone um yeah that's so yeah, I'm I'm gonna wait. It won't be a day one thing for me, but it's definitely a thing that I'll I'll see myself uh, getting. My birthday is right around that time in February, so maybe that'll be a birthday present um, a week later. So yeah, um, we'll see. I'm I'm pumped. One ninety nine, not too bad. It's right around where I thought it was gonna be. Um, I believe then they say that they were gonna have a cheaper controller too that was um not gonna come with all the accessories that you could buy then separately for twenty bucks. That was Microsoft talking about oh, okay. the Elite Two core. Okay. So it lowers the price point of getting yourself an elite controller. And if you like, you can buy all the accessories at a later date separately. So that'll that'll be a cool way for people to to get into the game. Yeah. Uh, the PlayStation DualSense Edge, it comes with all the accessories, so it's on par with uh, or at least it's competing with the elite two with all the accessories yeah okay so yeah um but regardless 199 not bad for me that sounds about right so uh it's just a matter of where i'm at and what i'm buying and what i'm playing but i i i, I think it's, it's a pretty reasonable price i'm sure there, there might be one or two people that have an issue with it but i think the way things are going with especially with playstation upping the price of their console in certain areas and things along those lines and just how you know producers are filling the the pinch from from these uh the prices to get things the goods made um this is this is i, I think a, a fairly valued uh product and so yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it adub yes. let's get into the next topic of the week Ta- topic of the week i'm telling you MC, when you see me bunny hopping <laughs> hitting them, them rail cannon shots with some churn. Like, oh shit. <laughs> Cause that would just take your Lucio game to the next level. Oh yeah, I know. Cause there's definitely like a, a thing with you know, because you're jumping, but then you're also control you you want to jump, but then you also want to control where you're looking. And so you're like you, you you only have one thumb eh? <laughs> to yeah. get that X and to, to move the to move the camera. And so, yeah, if I could get that jump onto a pedal, then I could also control the camera as I'm like sliding on the wall, jumping from wall to wall. So, yeah, that, that definitely would add just another layer of control that I don't have right now. You know, Maybe. I'm, I'm kind of confused. And sorry for going yeah. into the next topic of the week and <laughs> going back to duels into controls and shit. But I'm a little confused as to why the solution was to add buttons to the back instead of just moving the face buttons to the back. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. It's like it's like if you know Because the buttons. problem the problem is you gotta take your thumb off the right stick to use a face button. So why not just put the face buttons on the back? Yeah. You don't need back buttons. 
Interesting. Yeah. Never, never Just change the manufacturing process <laughs> a little bit. You don't have to use any additional materials. You don't have to do anything. You just have those. You can have the, the top and the handles of the controller be smaller and more ergonomic. But I don't know. I don't get paid to do this. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's it's some psychological shit where like people have just gotten so used to face buttons that if you put out a controller without them, people will freak out. <laughs> but yeah. But this topic of the week has nothing to do with any of that. Instead, it has everything to do with your homeboys over at Microsoft Bethesda and Fallout 4. Yes, I said it. Fallout 4, 4, 4, 4, 4. Uh, yes, not golfing. We still, we just playing video games over here. But yes, Fallout 4 is getting a next gen upgrade. For mm. Xbox Series XS mm. and PS5. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, still getting them handouts from Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> it's still happening. Yes, this will be a free upgrade for Fallout 4. And let me see now. It's coming eight years after Fallout first release back in 2015. So it'll be coming sometime in 2023. And it is going to be, it, it was announced as part of the Fallout 25th anniversary uh they didn't reveal a specific release date or a window it's just coming next year they didn't give a full list of features but they said it will include console specific upgrades such as the use of playstation 5's haptic feedback um you know we're also being told that the update includes a performance mode that allows for the high frame rates a quality mode for the 4k graphics and bug fixes plus more Creation Club content. Tint, 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 tint. Mm. AMC. Did you even play Fallout 4? I played it, didn't get into it. Um, it's not your favorite. <laughs> nah, I just I remember that was that was during the time where I, I was experiencing uh, uh open world fatigue. Uh, um yeah, I just I played a couple games and I just I needed to change a pace and I remember I just I fell off like a bunch of games during that time. That was definitely not the uh I'm not gonna do that thing like it was their fault. It was definitely me I was changing at that time. <laughs> and so I just didn't get into Fallout 4. Um I also quit The Witcher 3. I quit a lot of good Same. games. I quit uh what was it? Metal Gear Solid 5. It's like it was just a bunch of like open world games that I quit around that time. So um yeah, I, I I got like right to and it was like the big point was a Diamond City or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I I literally got there and then stopped playing the game, which is you're you're working your way towards there. <laughs> That's where it all begins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got there and then I just stopped playing and never got back into it. But it wasn't yeah, I, just, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I just never. I, I yeah. Anyways, and so but that's all that to say. This I saw this and I was like, shit. Like, I own the game. Maybe. Maybe this will be a jumping back in point for me um, because, yeah, it'll be upgraded and I've I've been removed enough from Fallout and I, I do have a little bit. There's, you know, with anytime you hear Fallout news, that itch starts to come back. That hankering. Yeah. I mean, there's but there is other news like from Obsidian, them saying that they would love to do like another Fallout game. So there's just been Fallout's kind of in the air right now. Um, Todd Howard, like, shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got this shit. Yeah, yeah, they got they got work it out with Phil Spencer. It's you will game. never make another thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so um 
Man, but if they if they did an isometric fucking Fallout game. <laughs> oh my god, with these modern visuals. Yeah, just take a break from was it Wasteland and then put out put out a, a Fallout game, that shit would be absolutely amazing. Anyway, eventually you gotta play Wasteland three. Yes. Um so yeah, uh I think that's cool. Um yeah, something that I even like as I said, got my interest into maybe jumping back into that world, which is I think what they're trying to if, if anything, that's what they would like to do, kind of, you know, especially with the way things rolled out with Fallout 76, um, you know, reminding people like, hey, jump back into Fallout 4. This is the uh, the OG, not the OG, but, you know, the more single player focus style of Fallout that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since people have played it. So we're we're long past, like, at least we should be long past the, the early criticisms of the state of the game when it launched, even though it was on people's game of the year list <laughs> that yeah. year. Um, so, yeah, the most the most well put together, but that's the game by far. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, um, I, 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 I'm happy to hear that they're uh, supporting this for this this generation, and I can't wait to see how that game looks on that silky smooth PS5. Yes, but some people aren't that enthused, AMC. Uh, some people got an axe to grind. Uh, some people got shit to talk. Some people got trolling to do. We got troll of the week, 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 troll of <laughs> no, Todd Howard, Bethesda, in Fallout 4. First Troll says, I'll gladly accept it, but it will still look like ass. Just now, 4K ass. Ugh. Ass, AMC. Yeah. Game looks like a, a human butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've seen a lot of human butts, and some very nice ones, by the way. And yeah, no. Game looks great. It's going to look even better. Can't wait to see exactly what it's going to look like. But Fallout 4 on its own already looks pretty damn tasty. So I can only imagine what it's going to look like with that 4K ass treatment. Next troll says, I bet you they don't fix a single bug. You want my money, Bethesda? Remaster in Vegas. Next show says this game was a massive step back for Bethesda and Fallout. Damn. <laughs> Next show says, meh, call me when they announce some actual new Fallout 4 content and news of them ending support for the garbage Fallout 7666. Six. <laughs> so <laughs> you you're only interested if they're going to cut support for a game that people enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> that's really messed up. The next show says we wanted Fallout Three and New Vegas remasters instead. Though, well, you're getting a next gen version of Fallout Four, so let's deal with that instead of the thing that's not on the table. Next show says someone needs to throw Fallout Four and Skyrim into a river, then throw that river into the sun. <laughs> Skyrim. Skyrim <laughs> didn't do nothing to nobody except uh-huh. exist and yeah. bring joy, uh-huh. <laughs> creating smiles and memories. 
Oh, don't throw it in the river. Throw it in the sun. Yeah. Next troll says, Fallout lost its way years ago. Last good Fallout was three. I'm sorry you feel that way, but you're wrong. Last troll says, I would have rather seen Fallout 3 get this update, as Fallout 4 was an inferior game, in my opinion. Or even better yet, New Vegas. But no, they choose the worst in the main, in the main series. The worst. Yeah, I know. <laughs> worst. It's great. It got a lot of flack for being streamlined when really it just took a lot of stuff that you could see and put it somewhere you couldn't see it until you needed to see it. It was also to that thing. I was going to say, it's also to that thing where people just decided for some reason with Fallout 4 that they didn't like shelters, like shelter building or was it encampments? Yeah, like, oh, settlements. Yeah, they don't like, yeah, they didn't like settlements all of a sudden. Like, why, why, why do I have to do the settlement thing? It's like, we tried to give you all this, all these tools to build up this stuff. By the way, things that you liked in Skyrim, <laughs> as far mm-hmm. as like building like your own area. Um, and then suddenly people are like, I don't want to do any of that. I just want to play the game. Yeah. We're playing the game. It's just a part of it. <laughs> yeah, part of it is you don't even have to engage with beyond the one mission that teaches you the basics. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't need to do it. <laughs> so what's the point of not liking it? It's yeah. like, oh, uh, I hate this part of the game. Well, don't do that part yeah. of the game. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Just so people. I mean, Starfield's going to have settlement building, outpost building. If you don't want to do that, you ain't got to do that. Yeah. You can just you just do the main story. You can just do the side quest. You can you can make things harder on yourself if you want to. Jesus, yeah. Fallout Four to getting this next gen update primarily because it's a PS4 game, so it's already playable on the current consoles. So why not update the game that's going to reach the most people? Why not do it for free because people love that? And it's see, it, then you think about that. They're giving you a free update to their latest game, and people are sitting here. No, I wanted you to put out a new premium version of two older games. Yeah. <laughs> While people are hating on remasters and remakes, here they are begging for remasters and remakes. Yeah, like they they get mad. They get mad at Sony for you know re-releasing like better versions of games, yeah. but then. Tell Bethesda, we want you to release a better version <laughs> of an old game. <laughs> release a better order. version. Release a better version of your poorly made games that we that we deride. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's same old shit, man. Yeah. This is nothing to say. Yeah, I know. Say shit. Just can't please anybody. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then if they, what if they did remaster Fallout 3 in New Vegas? Then what was going to be the reception to that? Thank you. <laughs> do you think it was thank you? This is exactly what I wanted you to do. Nah. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm wasting your that. time doing that. You could be working on Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. <laughs> is this why Starfield was delayed? Uh, Let's see. We got our next topic of the week. Topic of the week. Yes, a dub. We got that September NPD. Let's see, a dub. We got the top 20 best selling games 
for the month of September in the United States, A-Dub. Number one, it's a new game. That being, no surprise, it's a long-standing franchise. will be the last time, I believe, that we see it with this title. That being FIFA 23-3-3. Number two, I believe that will be Will it be e football next year or e club soccer? Right, whatever they're calling it. Um, it's not like I'm going to play it. <laughs> yeah, nah. Number two, another another sports game. A dub holding on strong. It was number one last month, falling down one spot. That being Madden NFL 23, and in number three, a dub, another sports game, but a new sports game, but an old sports game, but a new sports game. <laughs> that being. NBA 2K 23. So, yeah, number one, FIFA. Number two, Madden. Number three, NBA. But people, people. I I thought nobody plays sports game, A-Dub. Let's see. Have they really put out 2,023 FIFAs? Maybe, maybe, A-Dub. Imagine that that first FIFA. Uh, Let's see, number four. another, (laughs) Another new game. Splatoon 3, 3, 3. Oh, these threes. <laughs> yeah, I know, so many threes. I, I th- that was the last of the threes, though, because number five, we had another new game. I thought nobody wanted to get this A-Dub. I thought people had played it. They played it all that they wanted on back on the PS3. It was too soon to remake this game A-Dub. That being The Last of Us Part 1, 1. 1, 1. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we got another new game. So many new games for the month of September. Nothing's coming out though, Ado. That being Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection. Lection, lection. This is this was this was <laughs> one of the uh, the signs that Konami was jumping back into the world of gaming. Um, but more, maybe more to come with Konami in a, in another topic of the week. Number seven, a dub, a game that you played. Oh, Saints God. Row 2022. Oh, yeah, I got straight through that. It's like I'm finished. Yeah, we got another new game, A-Dub. It's an, it's an anime game. Maybe maybe a game that A-Dub will play. That being in the number eight spot, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Bitch. Battle. <laughs> not touching that. Yeah. I'm not touching that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even want anybody I know to touch that. <laughs> number nine, we got Elden Ring and number 10, Mario Kart 8. And then we'll run through the last of these. Uh, Elden Ring's still moving. Yeah, Mario Kart 8's still moving. Number 11, let's see, Minecraft. Let's see, 12, Marvel Spider-Man. 13, Lego Star Wars, Skywars, Skywalker Saga. Super, oh fuck, I just click something. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Horizon 2 Forbidden West. Call of Duty Vanguard, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, MLB The Show 22, and number 28 dub still selling, that being Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Oh, um, I thought you were going to say Breakers. Let's see, the top. we'll do top 10 best-selling games for 2022. Number one, holding it down for the year so far, that being Elden Ring. Came out in the first month. Hasn't been knocked off at the top. Let's see... Uh, Maybe not the first month. But number two, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, Madden NFL 23, Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, Horizon 2 Forbidden West, number six, MLB The Show 22, Call of Duty Vanguard, eight, Grand Turismo 7, 
Kirby and the Forgotten Lands at 9. And at number 10, Mario Kart 8. Damn, Mario Kart 8 is the 10th best-selling game of the year. Came out forever ago. Uh, let's see. Came out on the Wii U, I should say. Let's see. Top 5 best-selling games on the Nintendo platform. Number 1, Splatoon 3. 2, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Cowabunga Collection. Mario Kart 8, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Kirby and Forgotten Land. Top 5 best-selling games for PlayStation 1, FIFA 23, Madden NFL 23, NBA 2K23, The Last of Us Part 1, and Saints Row. And number 5 for Xbox, number 1, Madden NFL 23, FIFA 23, NBA 2K23, Saints Row, and Elden Ring. And as far as hardware goes, we got that news. Uh, last time we last time we talked, we had discussed how PlayStation was pumping up their production, their availability of PS5 consoles in time for God of War. Well, it's already paying off because we've seen that hardware sales in September increased by 19% when compared to a year ago, the third consecutive month of double-digit percent growth improved a supply of improved by a supply of PlayStation 5s was the primary driver of the increase with PlayStation 5 ranking first in both unit and dollar sales. And let's see a little more here. Nintendo Switch ranked second in unit sales among hardware platforms in the month, while Xbox Series placed second in dollar sales. So Sony starting to take off, getting them consoles out there, doing really well. A-Dub, what you got in the next topic of the week? Top topic of the week, as you alluded to earlier. We got some news from a fan favorite source. They love to hate them, but they hate to love them because they don't even understand what the relationship is. However, the good people over at Konami decided to throw their hat back in the ring after a long hiatus with the Silent Hill transmission. Yes. This event was where we got quite a lot of Silent Hill news. Uh, Actually, we ended up having three games announced one of them being a remake an oldie but a goodie two of them being brand new iterations of the silent hill franchise we'll start with those we got silent hill townfall so this is a new spinoff it's developed by no code studios and it's being published by annapurna so this is something that aw and amc will be looking at for games for impact uh this new project will be a unique take on the silent hill franchise from a highly decorated double a developer not to be confused with a dub next game silent hill f so this is another spinoff it's set in 1960s japan it's narrative driven it's being written by acclaimed japanese writer ryukishi 07 uh they created visual novels like higurashi and umineko if you've heard of those i know amc you're all into those those visual novels mm-hmm. with, your, with your anime titties. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just making shit up. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. I got uh, the the is going to juxtapose a beautiful and terrifying world and focus on the psychological, supernatural mysteries of Silent Hill, 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 Hill. Last item. And this is the big one. The one that everybody's been waiting for. We're getting a remake, AMC. Mm. We're getting a remake of Silent Hill 2, 2, 2, 2. Mm. So, yes, apparently this was a rumor for a while. Uh, Bloober Team is going to be developing a full remake of Silent Hill 2 with the help of the original 
Team Silent Artist Masahiro Ito and composer Akira Yamaoka. So the remake is announced for PS5. Jim Ryan snatching up them, them exclusives. Take that Activision deal. The remake, it's going to retell the story of James Sunderland. He's looking for his dead wife, who sent him a mysterious letter from the town of Silent Hill. Konami and Bloober are promising a fully reworked game using new technology and delivered in 4K. Uh, also, some news that's come out since this announcement, the Silent Hill 2 remake will all be one shot. There will be no cuts. There will be no loading screens. AMC, how does all this Silent Hill news make you feel? Because I know you're the biggest fan of horror that I've ever <laughs> met in my goddamn life. Uh, yeah, I mean, never played the previous Silent Hill games. I, I wasn't even interested in PT when that was the only thing people cared about. The only game. Like, I don't care if anything else comes out as long as PT comes out. Uh, um, yeah, so just never been my thing. Um, but I will say I was happy to hear this because there's been so many damn rumors and you've had people like saying that like, oh, this these people are working on the next Silent Hill game and oh like Kojima's gonna actually do it. They're gonna bring him back and just you know, just couldn't wait for some clarity to be brought like out, especially with the status of even Konami, like knowing what their deal was. We know that they were you know, they were putting out um their collections as far as like we just saw that Calabunga, we had the the really good Castlevania collection that I, I really enjoyed, at least when it came to playing um, Symphony of the Night. Um, and yeah, they've been putting out some of the, you know, some of their early, their their stuff from their catalog, but nothing new. And so this is great. Just seeing how the, that they do have plans to move forward. Now you can question maybe, maybe the people that they're working with, but I, I'm not here to say anything. Um, I, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt, put out their game and then we'll judge it. they not, do this early judgment thing of like, oh, well, I don't think that they should have been the ones that should have gotten this game. Anyways, um, so yeah, I'm happy that there is the clarity now. We know we know that Konami's back in the space. We know that there are Silent Hill games in the works. And we'll see based on the reaction, maybe we'll get some some new some some of that new new. And maybe, maybe at some point there will be some 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 bridging between Kojima and and his former employer and maybe we get we get something along that lines um but if not um I know people love Silent Hill 2 so they'll look forward to that a dub um you you played Silent Hills where's your hype level at for this remake you know I I did play Silent Hill but I remember playing as a as a young girl so I think I may have played the original and not part two um I the more horror, the better. I, I love horror films. I love horror games. And I never played Silent Hill 2, apparently. So that'll be something that I definitely check out. I love what I saw of the gameplay reveal. And hopefully it's it's up to modern standards and moves and flows smoothly and while still preserving the magic and the integrity of that source material. So I will definitely be looking into this somewhere down the line, not necessarily a day one. It's not something that I must have because I don't really know what I'm missing quite yet. However, it will be had. Hell yeah. All right, let's get into the next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. We got news. We got more news from CD Projekt Red. Um, oh, still doing um, shit. 
Yeah, I, we had that that big blowout where at their earnings call they basically just said we're we're making a million Witcher games and and we got some Cyberpunk coming as well and you know we didn't really know anything more other than a lot of code names and plans, but now we have a little more details on at least one of the projects and that being the one that was deemed Canis Majoris. So this by way of CD Projekt Red, we are thrilled to announce that the Witcher remake is being worked on that's right the game that started it all is being rebuilt from the ground up in unreal engine 5 5 5 the game is currently in the early stages of development at the polish studio fool's theory where veteran witcher series staff are involved we at cd project red are providing full creative supervision the witcher remake is what you might know as the codename canis majoris and now we jump over to IGN. Released in 2007, The Witcher was CD Projekt Red's debut game, and while less refined than its successor, this is all editorial from IGN, set out, uh, set out a huge amount of the lore, tone, and systems that would define the now landmark RPG series. At the time, we gave it an 8.5 review, saying it was definitely a game you'll remember well over the years. If you're wondering why a remake was announced today, that's because it's the 15th anniversary of the original release. Oh, yeah, I know that look. Only 15 uh, years, huh? Yeah. So, um, I know my introduction to the Witcher series was with The Witcher 3, the one that was the uh, this is the greatest RPG game ever made. Yes. Skyrim sucks. Redefines, no, redefines open world games. <laughs> yeah. Defe- uh, defeats the the myth that side content can't be good in Ultima. Yeah, 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 so many so many voice dialogue lines. Yeah. Mm. Uh, see, so um, yeah, I, that was my jumping in point. A Dub, what is your history <clears throat> history with the Witcher series? And uh, did you play Witcher one? My yeah. starting off point was Witcher two. And I got that in anticipation of The Witcher 3. I was like, all right, let me let me get into this. Witcher 2 looks pretty good. And I had that whole situation over at GameStop where they're... Yeah. But anyway, it got The Witcher 2, played played a fair amount of it, put at least a couple dozen hours into it, and kind of got the feel for it, got an understanding of what the franchise is all about, and that's when I jumped into Witcher 3 and did not complete it after over 40 hours of gameplay. So waiting for that next-gen upgrade so that I can get back into it, give it that that good college try, and get it to that finish line. So with the original being remade in Unreal 5, I'm surprisingly very much looking forward to it, mostly because it suggests that perhaps they're using this as their means of getting acclimated to using Unreal 5 and getting their assets and everything in there, figuring out what they're capable of in preparation for the next Cyberpunk as well as the next Witcher trilogy. Uh, Personally, I'm looking forward to just seeing the the straight-up glow-up this game is going to get from being funneled through Unreal 5. Also very interested to see how well CD Projekt Red executes this project using that engine instead of their in-house engine. So, you know, hopefully it clears up some of the issues with like the way the characters move and how fluid combat is. So, you know, yeah, looking forward to seeing it. I mean, this is progress, Unreal 5. I believe that's going to be a, a major change as well as a significant step forward for the industry so the more projects we can 
get going on that engine, the better. So looking forward to this. Yes. All right. Let's get into the next topic. Or do you have quick hits at this point? I ain't got shit. Yeah, I'm I'm out of uh I'm out of news. <laughs> that is all the news they do. All right, would you have any uh final final words before we get out of here? Uh, it's finally starting to cool off here on the West Coast. Sweater weather is back. Your boy couldn't be more excited because I'm all about my sweaters and my jackets. So going to be styling on them pretty hard, especially as I lose a little more weight, get a little more svelte. I suggest you at home do the same. Get all the gaming time in that you can. You know, we got that Black Friday coming up. Mm. We, got, we got Christmas coming up. Mm. So, you know, going to be a lot of good little boys and girls are going to be getting those ps5s under the tree getting ready for some god of war all that good stuff 2023 is going to be a monster it's the best time to be a gamer so enjoy yourself quit your belly bitch mm. amc well this is control issues i am the amc and this is the we are control issues thanks for playing suckers